Hello and welcome. I'm Jeff Bonanno, and you are listening to the Do Something Nice podcast. Do, 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 do something, 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 do something, do something, do something, do something nice, do something nice, do something nice, do something nice. Hello, my friend, and welcome to another episode of Do Something Nice. How was your day? Are you keeping a smile on your face? I certainly hope so. And I know, I know, it's not always easy to do, and I'm sure you're tired at times. But I hope there is something or someone that can bring a smile to your face at least once a day. I've been pretty busy myself, and while I do sometimes even forget to eat, I'm trying to look for even the smallest reason to smile, and then I take that moment to smile, at least once per day. It kind of helps me just keep my head up as I plow through the busy days I have. Heck, just the other week, like I mentioned in my last episode, I did another session on the DJ Dorn show. It was a lot of fun talking with DJ again, and I keep thinking about one topic we briefly touched on, which, when you listen to the show, you'll hear more about it. At one point of our conversation, we talked about being a foster parent or adopting a kid who could use a home. Honestly, it's a hard thing to do and really requires a lot of commitments that you can't renege on. But I have several friends who foster on the regular or go as far as adopting. And I really appreciate what kind of impact they make on the lives of so many kids. And yes, I'll be the first to admit that the fostering program is flawed. There are so many broken points, including some things that just leave you wondering why. But it's important nonetheless, which if you are a foster parent, thank you for taking on a very important role in a child's life. It wasn't too long ago that I shared an episode about fostering, episode 76 actually, but I really wanted to share this story as well with you. Just like many kids who grew up in the foster care, Barry Farmer didn't have a great childhood, but it was an experience that molded him into a man that he is today, a father to the fatherless. Barely a toddler, Barry and his three sisters went into kinship, which is another form of foster care where friends or relatives become guardians of other relatives or friends. Anyway, going from one home to another and from friends to family, stability became a luxury, a luxury that eluded Barry until he was four years old. Barry described leaving his aunt and sisters at the age of four as difficult. Leaving his sisters and aunt to stay with a grandmother he never knew existed was a hard moment for Barry. But at his grandmother's, Barry finally had stability. He got enrolled in school, had neighborhood friends, and finally, a sense of community. Things many of us had and sometimes take for granted. At the age of 21, Barry got his license to become a foster parent. It all started after he saw an ad on how to become a foster parent a year before. Barry's first foster child took a while because the social workers were reluctant to assign a 20-year-old Barry a child because, well, he was too young. 
However, Barry's wait eventually ended after he was assigned his first child, a 16-year-old boy who called him dad. Even though by then he was only about five years older than the kid, Barry would allow his 16-year-old foster son to call him dad because, well, he needed that father-son relationship. A month passed after his first ever foster kid moved out, and Barry received a new foster child. It wasn't what he expected. An eight-year-old white boy. Having never worked with a white kid, Barry couldn't wrap his head around it because he was well aware of the cultural differences between himself and his new foster son. Despite the cultural differences, Barry decided against turning him down. It was uh, supposed to be a temporary case. Barry believed the eight-year-old kid would be on his way home soon anyway. However, things changed. Because after moving out to live with a family that was supposed to adopt him, eight-year-old Jackson didn't like it there, and he missed his former foster father. Missing Jackson also, Barry made a decision. Barry decided to be the legal father of the eight-year-old. The first of three, actually. Just 22 at the time, Barry thought his first adoption would be opposed by the social workers, just like his first foster case, but they didn't. And for the kid, who was seemingly happy being at Barry's loving home, Jackson still wanted one more thing. Am I going to get a brother? Jackson asked. Well, Barry would go on to adopt two more. Xavier was the second child adopted by Barry at the age of 11, after having been a foster kid who lived with Barry and Jackson for three years. Jeremiah would later join the trio officially at the age of five, having also been a foster kid who lived with them. Barry admits to the unpredictability of the foster care, but he has embraced everything he has gotten so far. He also hopes parents who are looking to go into adoption and or fostering should know that it isn't an easy task, including the emotional journey involved. Barry, who is African-American, also admits to the racial difficulty involved for both him and his kids advising those who will find themselves in the same situation as him, Barry says if you're going into interracial adoption, you must give them racial mirrors all the time, someone to relate to them. In order to achieve this, Barry enrolled his sons in a diverse school while keeping them involved in activities that promote diversity. Barry Farmer understood what it felt like to move from one foster home to another, he understood what it felt like not to have someone to call mom or dad. He understood the yearning for stability. Barry understood the feelings of a foster kid. Having once been in the system as a kid himself, Barry went back into the system, but this time as a father to the fatherless. American businesswoman Leanne Tohoy who is the original foster parent which the movie The Blind Side was based on, once said, Families don't have to match. You don't have to look like someone else to love them. This is ever so true, and I really want to emphasize the part about you don't have to look like someone else to love them. Because we often judge someone based on their looks or the color of their skin. But in the foster care system, there is one constant. There are kids who need love. And while it's not just an act of kindness, and it's not a thing that just anyone can do, it's a big part of someone's life. 
So if you can accept this kind of responsibility, I encourage you to take the idea of being a foster parent to heart. You just might save a life by doing so, you know. And if you already are a foster parent, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to say thank you for opening up your life to another kid and provide them the love they deserve, even if they don't believe it. Well, my friend, that's it for this episode, and I certainly hope it either added to your wonderful day or helped make your day better. I'm always looking out for more stories, so please feel free to email me yours by sending me a message to mailbag at dosomethingnice.net. I would also like to hear your feedback and ratings, so if you would like to follow this show on social media, you can on Facebook at Do Something Nice Podcast, on Instagram at Be A Nice Ninja, or on Twitter at Be A Nice Ninja. You can also find this podcast at dosomethingnice.net or wherever you like to listen to your favorite podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about Barry Farmer, he actually has a website that promotes being a foster parent. You can check that out by going to barryfarmer.com. And I'll be sure to put that link in the show notes at the dosomethingnice.net website. Do Something Nice and the show's music is produced by myself. Special thanks to Adateo Tawakali too, who wrote the story for this week's episode. The Do Something Nice artwork and logo were designed by the talented Braley Rainey. Also, part of our support comes from listeners such as yourself. And you can help support this show by sharing it with someone in your life. Then, ask them to subscribe. Or you can order some great Do Something Nice merchandise by going to dosomethingnice.net and clicking on the swag menu at the top of the page to go straight to the Do Something Nice store. Finally, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in. And remember, to be a nice ninja and do something nice. Take care and stay safe out there.